Yo, welcome back to the Return to Play podcast. I'm your host, Steve Navarra, and with me is Danny. Are you re- how ready are you for the Super Bowl? I I am I'm ready. I think I got uh got it planned out. I'm gonna wear my my Pat Fryermuth jersey. Um I I got a couple I ordered a couple new jerseys after my my big winnings at the at the casino in the Berg and I think I think I'm going to rock the Pat Fryermuth for the for the Super Bowl. May that be a good omen for the rest of his career and he can bring us to a couple Super Bowls in his time. But yeah, I'm I'm feeling feeling good. I think it's going to be a good game. I'm excited. I'm sad. It's always bittersweet when the season's over, but it's been it's been one one hell of a ride. Yeah, I'm obviously bummed that there's no football on for like five or six months here, and I promised the Tooth Fairy that I'd go to church every other weekend in the off season. So now I got to start doing that. But now that football's not on, uh, I'll have some things to actually be, or I'll have time to actually be productive with my life instead of thinking about football every day of the week, uh, which which is a nice change of pace for a little bit. It, it usually stings the worst in June, July when when NBA's over and, you know, Kentucky Derby's over, all those all those things. The dog days of summer with no football on, that that's the worst of it. But it it's actually kind of nice to take a break. It, it is bittersweet. But uh, Jimmy, are you ready for the Super Bowl? Jimmy, you there? Oh yeah, Jimmy's not here because he's a piece of shit and bails on us two days in a row. Uh, yesterday, oh, uh, I'm busy uh, buying a three thousand dollar new computer. Uh, uh, we'll, we can do it early or late, uh, or you know tomorrow. Okay, we'll do it tomorrow. Oh shit, my bad. I'm out at dinner. I don't know how much paint Jimmy's been selling to come up with all this fucking money to go to go to fucking fancy dinners and buying computers. I guess he's just too big time for the return to play podcast. Follow us on Twitter at return to play pod. Uh, so I had to spend 35 minutes figuring out how to record. So there's a, there's a good chance this never makes the, uh, the internet. Uh, so be it if it doesn't, but hopefully it does. Cause we got a good show for you. We got a couple injuries to talk about. Got a bunch of prop bets to talk about. Um, Hey, uh, Jimmy here. I'm just going to interject in this conversation. You know, the little power I have in the post-production, you know, producing this podcast behind the scenes and all. Uh, Hey, I got busy. We did 25, 26 weeks in a row where we were able to get this out on time, and I was there for all the other ones. And uh, I did go buy a new computer Wednesday night, uh, kind of a last-minute thing. So I was like, hey, let's push it back to Thursday. Come to remember, Thursday night, oh shit, Valentine's Day is Monday. Let's beat the rush. Let's go have dinner tonight. You know, had a nice little Italian spot up in Little Italy in Cleveland. Mia Bella, you know, a little little above my, you know, Midwest, Midwest American uh, palate. Oh. $35 for some spaghetti and shrimp. Not really my boat. 
But hey, you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. I figure I'd just cut in, give my side of the story here as Steve continues to roast me, you know. But, and yes, this is going to make the air, as he's about to say. So, you know, let's get back to the guys. I've only listened to the first five minutes of the podcast yet. Who knows? I might jump back in. They might talk some more shit. I might have to put my side of the story out there again. But who knows? Let's go. Let's go look. Listen. Let's let's just jump right into it. Uh, we're going to do the injury news for the game, and it's also going to be the tight end guru segment because the only two injuries to talk about for Super Bowl 56 are the two tight ends on either team. The simpler side of things for the Bengals, Uzoma, he is limited at practice uh, on Thursday here. He didn't practice Wednesday. He limited on Thursday, so... Look for him Friday to have a, another limited or full practice. Uh, he's gonna he's gonna play in this game. He's gonna get his full workload. But I also don't hate as the tight end guru. I don't hate uh, the backup Drew Sample to score a touchdown, or at least be a DraftKings threat for the uh, captain's mode. And then on the Ram side of things, Tyler Higby. Still has not practiced yet as of Thursday. He has to at least have a limited practice tomorrow to have a chance to play. If not, uh, I I wouldn't expect him to play if, if he doesn't even touch the field. There's no way they just send him out there on Sunday. Uh, he is dealing with a sprained MCL, so more likely than not, he just cannot be mobile and functional enough on it. That really sucks for him. He seems like a good dude. And I was going to I was going to take him to have a couple, you know, big plays or a touchdown, but now now I would just stay away from the Rams tight ends and look towards Odell and Van Jefferson to pick up the lack of of Higby targets. What what do you say about any of that? Yeah, a couple of MCL injuries. I I don't really, I don't particularly like any tight end play this week. Um, Higby, as you said, looks like he's not gonna play. Um, Uzama, they said, uh, he he's he swears he's gonna play. Obviously, the injury looked bad. He couldn't put weight on it. Was carted off. It looked worse than it ended up being. Um, even if he does play i don't like him to be 100 percent effective effective um i think he'll be a little bit hampered by it just based on i mean you know to go from not even being able to stand on it being carted off the field to playing in in two weeks seems like like a bit of a stretch i don't think he'll be 100 percent. so i don't i don't really like any tight end play this week yeah, uh if I if like I said if I had to give one out I'd go um Drew Sample to to score a touchdown. I that's that's pretty big odds. Uh maybe Uzoma if you can get him at like over two and a half catches wouldn't or or take Uzoma's unders then uh if if we think he's I think he is going to be somewhat uh, I, I say he gets his full snap count and, and workload, but who knows how effective he'll be. Maybe they just use him more as a blocking 
a blocking tight end uh, Sunday. And if that's the case and he's mostly just blocking, maybe he only gets two, two grabs, you know. But I know Burrow loves to go to him, so I feel like if he's out there, I would lean on the side of him catching two or three balls. So if you're, if you're playing a daily fantasy, though, I mean, you're obviously just stuck on the on the one game. Uh, yeah, games mode. where yeah, and where you have so you're I mean everything's a flex position, so it's not like you have to pick a tight end. So I think that you're probably better off spending your money elsewhere. But to Ooh, be determined. Yeah. Uzoma uh, is only plus 430 to score a touchdown. I don't like that. That's not good enough odds. Uh, Drew Sample, though, is... I don't even see him on here. Oh, there he is. He's only plus 430 as well. Both tight ends plus 430. So FanDuel knows what's up. FanDuel knows that it could be either tight end getting the... uh, getting the workload and then the backup tight end for the Rams. Uh, <laughs> what did we say? His name was uh, Blanton. Blanton. Blant- yeah. Kendall Blanton. He is not on. He is not on FanDuel's touchdown list. So they don't even have a field bet either. That makes no sense, FanDuel. There's not a field bet for for any time touchdown scorer, and you don't have every offensive player possible. Oh, there? Nope. Hey, I'm sorry, FanDuel. I take that back. I found his name. He is as low. He's lower than Higby. Oh, no, I'm sorry. He's top, He's same odds as Higby. They are plus 260 to score a touchdown. Stay, stay don't away. Don't touch any of that. Especially don't. Sample didn't have a touchdown all year. Stay away from that. Uh, yeah, th- these are not good bets. Stay away from tight ends this week. That's the lock of the week. <laughs> we were uh, we, we were supposed to we were supposed to talk about player awards, which are currently happening as we are recording. But Steve was in a in a rant and, and jumped <laughs> to the tight ends. Uh, first of all, yeah, Jim, you're not you're not earning that zero dollar salary tonight. That's for sure. Um, Fucking Super Bowl week. <laughs> but but yeah j- yeah play like a champion today, Jim. Uh, we, so yeah, so I, I, I do have to say, uh, if you watched our, if you are a day, day one listeners, shout out to you, all, all four of you. But if you recall when we went through our preseason bets, uh, Steve, he had TJ Watt for DPOI. And I, I said, I don't like that. It's not going to happen. I said, I said, they fucked him two years in a row last year. Especially, I said, if they did not give him DPOY last year, they obviously just aren't going to give it to him. I said, he'd have to break the sack record to get it. And guess what? That motherfucker got the sack record. TJ, DPOY, <laughs> congrats on it. Um, it still still, still eight, eight of the voters voted elsewhere, which is just outrageous. I mean, how, how, how can you justify it? Like, how? I don't know what it is with the AP voters and, and uh, the disrespect for TJ. I don't know how it wasn't unanimous, but finally, after after all you know, all the snubs the past couple of years, it's uh, it's well deserved. Last year, if you recall, 
during the awards show, he he tweeted out the Jordan meme, the and I took that personally meme, <laughs> and uh, I don't know that a that a tweet has ever aged so well, but I'm I'm happy for TJ. Yeah, if the Steelers didn't have TJ Watt this year, I think they'd be in the oh four, four to and six 13. win. Oh, yeah. easily bad, <laughs> bad, miserably bad. I mean, you can count, you can count games that he literally single handedly won. The first Ravens game, the Bears game, uh, the Seahawks game when he stripped freaking Geno Smith. I mean, yeah, dude. I mean, yeah, I mean, when you play basically half the season healthy and you freaking tie the sack record, like. It was unreal what he did this year. Steve also had one of his big, big bets preseason was Mac Jones for rookie of the year, <laughs> offensive rookie of the year, and uh, looked like you looked like you had it for about sixteen weeks, and Jamar Chase had to had to just close the season on the outrageous note to uh, to cuck you real good there. But oh, I, yeah. I let, that yeah, that was a good pick for for four months. That's the way it goes. We That's... both nailed Micah Parsons, though defensive rookie. Yes. I don't think that we didn't. We didn't uh, have you, a... you. You well, you nailed uh, Cooper Cup most receiving yards. Ah, uh, yeah, that was not an award, but a season long bet. That was that was that was a good bet. I wish I put real money on that, but I didn't. <laughs> also, all the way. Oh, and my. Bill Bills Rams Super Bowl. I'll bring that back to light. That's what a cuck that was. I, I guarantee you the the Bills would not have let the oh, Bengals if, beat them. If you put an AFC Championship in Buffalo, no, no way they're losing that game. No shot. No, no shot. They're losing the the the, the Bengals there. Prevent uh, defense robbed you, man. And not and no squib kick or sky kick. Uh, yeah, rough. So what? What did I do? I I just took the Rams to win the the Super Bowl right after that week at uh, two to one. So I have a good, nice little pocket full of change on that. And before we get to our prop preview, uh, let's get to the soccer. Draw the week. Soccer's still going on, people. And I'm going to go to Bundesliga. As the NFL announced, they are playing two games in Munich this year. And the, uh, the, the, the social media video for Instagram was, was fairly cringeworthy with uh, Mueller and uh, the Afro guy for, for Bayern Munich. Um, saying how big of NFL fans they are. But, you know, did you have something to say about it? Oh, I, I was just going to say Leroy Sané, I think is who you're saying, but I didn't yeah, watch yeah. the video. Yeah, it's just them speaking broken English. Um, we are so <laughs> excited to have the NFL come to Berlin. Or Deutschland <laughs> loves football America. <laughs> and we're, we're totally not Nazis still. <laughs> <laughs> uh so with that all that said i i like the, uh, the draw this week in bundesliga is leverkusen versus vfb stuttgart uh leverkusen's third on the table stuttgart's gonna get relegated at 17th on the table so but they have a combined 11 draws this year and so you know maybe top of the table they let their guard down a little bit 
Um, and Stuttgart pulls away with the draw. But uh, the other one I like there is uh, Dortmund versus Union Berlin. Those are two top-of-the-table teams. So I, uh, I like both of those as a, as a draw. What do you got? Yeah, I I went a different route. I do I do love love the uh, the German picks there. Um, I I also I don't know when we're recording next, so I went I took this more as the soccer draw of the month. Um, That's fair. ML, MLS is back February twenty sixth. Uh, the the opening weekend of the MLS season, and we've got we've got two of the marquee MLS signings for the year are going to be going head-to-head week one. Um, so you have the, the Inter-Miami, uh, DeAndre Yedlin, our Akron boy, coming home after a, after a several-year stint across Europe, um, the USMNT star. Big, big sign, and coming back to the States for Miami. I'm pretty excited to see him see see you know how how good he looks playing with the uh, with the scrubs that is uh, America, and uh, you know one of the big European stars to come over to the to the MLS for the Chicago Fire. You've got Jerdan Shakiri. I've 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 done some studying on how to pronounce Swiss letters, but you have the Swiss stud uh, coming over stateside for the Chicago Fire. And uh, they're going head to head. Miami is a is a, a new franchise in the MLS. I think this is only their second or third season. So they've they've only met head to head twice, never drawn. They've actually split the series one to one. So why not keep the series dead even? It just everything's adding up for a for a high scoring draw. Two two three three. I don't know, but but lock it in. This one is a draw. Uh, Chicago Fire and Inter Miami draw the draw of the month. MLS is back. All right. I like that. Um, and, and FC Charlotte, uh, I officially claim them as my number one MLS team. Uh, no longer the crew. Never really had a connection Ooh. with Columbus. Uh, hate Ohio State. Hate. Really, really have. I have. I've always actually had a good time uh, in, in Columbus with people, but my car got keyed there. And. <laughs> Uh, just fuck that place in general. Um, and pretty much, it's it's actually a pretty shitty city. There's just a a ton of fucking scumbags around there, a bunch of drugs and crime, and they don't they don't talk about any of that. Uh, they only talk about Ohio State. I I respect Columbus as a city far more than Cleveland. At least I've always. Uh, I mean, I don't know who. I, I'm not a MLS junkie, but I I try to follow the crew. I'm actually going to the to the uh, book tickets to the game against uh, LAFC in uh, May. Pretty excited for that. Uh, but yeah, I I, I've t- I I I don't appreciate your disrespect for the crew, especially. I've always loved Columbus, the the, I, the I, team, not 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 necessarily. Well, I I respect Columbus, the city, but Columbus crew that. They're, first of all, they're one of the founding franchises of That's the MLS. True. Just cool I didn't say I don't they've respect had, them. They've had, uh, you know, they've gotten a cup. They're they're not like the freaking. They're not like Cleveland where they don't win championships. I mean, the crew have always been competitive. They uh, the black and yellow scheme. It's just 
I mean, yeah. there's no Pittsburgh team. Who am I going to root for? Obviously, the crew. Um, yeah. Yeah. Hey, well, hey, but I never. And in, in what I just said, my tone might have been um, a little mis misinformative misinfor- because I was disrespecting the city of Columbus. I never disrespected the crew. Um, I just said I have no connection to the Columbus for them, but I, I, I still do like the crew. But if it ever. If they ever play each other, I'm going to take Charlotte. I don't even know if they're on the same side of the – or no, they just do the table too, right? They don't – I thought for a minute they might have done two sides. Um, no, they have they have East, West, and MLF. Oh, okay. There's, so but there's an East and West table. I uh, when I when I went to that – to the USA-Costa Rica World Cup qualifier, that was uh, – man, that was a good time. I, yeah. I I have I I free the new crew stadium is yeah that is does look incredible sweet. it was it was a great time I'm excited to go back uh I I I do love it it is I mean the MLS sucks I'm not gonna lie like I wanna I want I wish I liked the MLS more than I do but it is it is awesome to see like the number of like actual like good european players that are actually starting to come here like that's pretty incredible i mean i I know you have like the old fossils like beckham and rooney and ibrahimovic but we're starting to get some play like shakiti is he's he's 30 like he's not even that old i mean obviously he's not a global superstar like ibrahimovic you know what i mean but but we're 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 getting some especially some of the mexican players that are playing uh carlos vela the uh those Santos brothers have been in the MLS for a while. I just it the MLS is like it, it is amazing to see how it has just like grown over the past decade or two as like soccer kind of develops here. So I am kind of I'm 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 going to try to make a commitment to actually watch MLS more this year. And uh so that's why I already I already booked some tickets to the uh the the Crew LAFC game. I think it'll be a good time. I'm pretty excited. Well, if you want to come down to Charlotte, uh, the crew plays Charlotte on a Saturday in July. We could probably we might be able to make that happen. But honestly, when do do, they don't know the the dates though? I'm trying to. I'm actually trying to come to Charlotte when Pittsburgh plays the Panthers. That's what I was about to say. You might as well might end up in jail somewhere. (laughs) Well, we have to. We have to hope that. Pittsburgh plays there before or in the in the first few weeks um, because Lance's lease is up end of September and yeah he might only extend it for one month uh, into October so they pretty much they have to play the first like four or five weeks of the season for Lance to still have his apartment across the street from the stadium but that would be that would be filthy <laughs> i would say that why are we talking about this on a podcast but lance lance is pretty much one of the only people <laughs> who listens to this anyway <laughs> so so lance you just you just let us know uh when your lease is going to be up or if you're extending it and uh, surprisingly these crew tickets or charlotte versus crew the cheapest seat is $38 you know they only sell the th- the first and second levels for this, uh, and if you want to stand in the supporters section, that's one one twenty a pop uh, for the for the Charlotte FC. So not not exactly a cheap ticket uh, to go there, but the price might come down once the game gets closer. There's 
quite a few seats available, I guess. Ah, not really. Okay, so anyway, let's get into the... Hey, Jimmy, cut cut all that, you fucker. Oh, wait, you're not going to because you're not even going to listen to this audio. You're just going to put out whatever we we record right here. We're raw-dogging it this week, Super Bowl week. One take. All right, time for props. Greasy, greasy props. Uh, I couldn't tell you what Jimmy's taking. Probably Rams in the over, if I had to guess. Uh, actually, he might be taking Cincy. I get, I bet he's taking the over because both of us are taking the over. Just seems like the fun bet. Um, and I have, I have a stat here. I'm going to save for the end as to why you should take the over. Um, so let's start with the coin flip. Danny, what do you got for the coin flip? Yeah, I. Uh... People say tails never fails, but I say heads never steads. So I'm always going heads here, heads minus 105. I'm I'm hammering that one. And I, I am on tails. Um, going tails. Also going over 98 and a half seconds on the national anthem. Uh, some country music singer. Who's from Texas? I don't know why they that was like the perfect opportunity to get like a pop star from LA or something like that, you know, to do it. But whatever. Uh, she sang the national anthem last Memorial Day at the Memorial Day parade or something, and she was at exactly a minute and a half, so eight and a half seconds short of that performance. And then I read her dress rehearsal performance was only seventy-seven seconds. But uh, I love the over even more because of that, because, you know, it's a dress rehearsal. She's just there to get the levels, get the audio right, and just make sure she's got the words, you know, one more time. So she probably rushed through it there. I think she holds on to it. You know, you savor the moment. Go take your time. Go a little slow. Don't mess up any words. Don't fuck me here. Uh, over 98 and a half seconds. That's yeah. the pregame bets. I don't have anything else pregame wise. I like I like the over there. It's it's the Super Bowl. You you hold the notes and you you overdo it. The but, uh, uh, so. to give you some national anthem stats. The when a single person sings the national anthem, the average length of time and they've only been keeping track the last sixteen years. Uh, so in the past sixteen years, if you're singing the national anthem by yourself. The average is a minute and fifty-eight seconds. The shortest ever was Billy Joel at a minute and thirty seconds. Yeah, the hammer the over. What's what? What is it? Is it one hundred five? One hundred five? What's the what's the numbers there? Um, it was minus minus one twenty-five for the over. So they're they're cucking you a little bit, but I still love, hammer that over. Yeah, she's you got to drag the notes out at the Super Bowl. I mean, it's like it just well, happens. And in some on some books, I saw it went up to minus one sixty for that same number. Oh wow! So yeah, they might know something. Yeah, yeah, she's she's going over there. Yeah, I love love that. Um, I won't I won't say how much I, I did an irresponsible amount of money on the national anthem. You have to because it's so stupid. Like I, it's like you have to make that like because because I'll tell you exactly why you do that. That's like walking into the casino for a fun, you know, a, 
you're out on the town, whatever you walk in there, you just, you slap a big, a big amount on red or black as soon as you walk in and it either hits and you go spend a few hours in the casino, have a good time or just fuck it. You walk out. So it's like, that's going to, that and the coin toss, that's going to tell me how my night's going to go. I'm either already up ahead out in front of it, or I'm down in a ditch and I'm in, in a dark spot for the game. Um, so I guess, I guess I'll just go through, let me see. Oh yeah. So everything else you have is all post game stuff. Um, unless you are scrolling through and see, uh, in game things, I guess you can just kind of comment and tell me all the stupid shit I've taken. So, uh, will the game be tied again after zero zero? Yes. That just seems like you have more chances for for that to happen than not basically one team can't pull out ahead I think it'll be a close game so it seems like a, a fair bet you you stop me if you have an opinion on any of these um first quarter field goal rams to to make one field goal in the first quarter that's plus 185 i took that and then i also took the Bengals to make a field goal in the first quarter at plus 250 so i just need one of those teams to kick a field goal to make a little bit of money obviously if both teams kick a field goal in the first quarter i'm going like 4x um 5x there uh sticking with all the kicking stuff then the shortest field goal made over 27 and a half yards. I don't think either of these teams are attempting a field goal if they're within the within the 15 yard line. Um, I think they're just going for it. Uh, the only way I get screwed on this is if it's like first and goal at the five and then Stafford gets sacked at, you know, the the 14. So. I have that for kicking. Oh, and then I took both punters separately here, both punters over three and a half punts. So I just, again, I, it's like splitting your bets at the roulette table. I just need one of these guys to punt over three and a half times. Uh, both of them were around even money for that. McPherson to miss a field goal at three to one. The guy's been money all year. Uh, seems like the perfect time for him to hook one left. Uh, those are all my kicking ones. You got any thoughts on my kicking props? Yeah, I like the kicking ones. I don't know. I don't know about the punting ones. I, I think it's going to be a shootout. So I don't know how many times and aggressive punt and aggressive. You know, you got especially McVeigh. Um. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know how many punts there are going to be. I think, so, but but the kicking ones I, I do love, which means which means none of it's going to hit because yeah. we're both on it. Um, my rationale on the over punts, a lot of I think they're going to pass the ball a lot. Both teams that leads to some incompletions, maybe some stalled drives, or if even if you're hitting big passes, uh, you're get moving down the field and you're either going to score or not. Um, more possessions. Then. So I'm banking on there just being more possessions, some stalled drives because of increased passing attempts. Basically why I'm doing my rationale for that. Um, we'll switch it over to defense because I'm looking at it. Mike Hilton, former Steeler, had to take his over four and a half tackles and assists, and that's plus 140. 
So also, if we think there's going to be a lot of passing, if they're trying to target, you know, get to target Mike Hilton, which I don't know why you would do, um, or even if the run breaks to the second level, he's a ball hawk. You know, he's a he's a he's a fast dude. Over four and a half tackles and assists. Uh, I kind of wanted to take Eli Apple over three and a half. Same reasoning. He just needs to make the tackles on the guy he's playing man coverage on. Uh, I might take that one. I don't have that one yet. And then finally, Sam Hubbard to have a sack. Yes, at plus 175. He's out there playing for Harambe. He's playing dicks out. Got to take him to have a sack with the good odds. Uh, I didn't want to miss that one. You You like any of those? I I got to roll with Mike Hilton. I do like that one, especially like you said, it's going to be a lot of passing. Um, and it, it'll be if Mike Hilton has a big game, it'll be an extra kick in the balls to the Steelers who who didn't didn't off, it didn't even offer him a contract, let him walk, and uh, yeah, stupid. Had, and then we didn't great, spend the money on anybody. Year. Yeah, it's fucking absolutely retarded. I, I, I mean, uh, <laughs> foolish, fool. Man, I got us canceled again. <laughs> I, but yeah, that was one of my one of my uh, toughest off season uh, transactions to swallow when he signed. It wasn't just that he that we didn't bring him back. Obviously, that sucked. But him signing with the Bengals was like, man, and uh, obviously it paid off for him. I'm I'm happy for him. He's a great player, best best slot cornerback in the game. I'll I'll go to my grave arguing that. Um, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna have a big game. Uh, I also missed. I took Matt Gay to miss a field goal as well, uh, about three to one. Uh, so either one to miss. So I'm kind of covering all my bases on field goals, and then there won't be a single field goal even attempted the whole game. These are these are all bets that Steve has actually made, which is what's beautiful about. about <laughs> yeah, this I. Uh, <laughs> I I that's why I'm glad it still is not legal in Ohio because I I would just be You'd like be, here right be like oh yeah throwing stupid stuff on stupid stuff um, but it's yeah. my Christmas it's yeah, it's oh, my second sure. Christmas for um, sure and uh, yeah I I'm not I won't I won't say any any numbers um but you can tell by the quantity of things I have I have said already and I am about halfway through my list where i'm at in life um i don't have a problem though i don't need to call the 1-800 number i always bet responsibly uh i've never had to ask a single person for money because of gambling or or anything like that even close never even come close to any of that so i and think you, i'm doing all right you were responsible for your money you went to school for, for 19 <laughs> different degrees you 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 earned the right to gamble i yeah. uh i have i back to the mike hilton thing i have I have uh, one last plea to Kevin Colbert, who I'm pretty sure might be one of our six listeners. Kevin Colbert, you you see what happened? You didn't bring Mike Hilton back, and look at since he's in the Super Bowl, Steelers one and one and eight in the last nine games. Joe Hayden has missed. If you your lasting legacy is going to be you messing up this offseason, if you freaking mess up this offseason, bring Joe Hayden back. He wants to stay, keep Joe Hayden home, f- figure it out. Also, Juju would be cool, but Joe Hayden especially. I concur completely. Uh, back to props. Uh, last kind of defensive one is over one and a half interceptions. 
even odd. Well, minus one ten. Uh, figured that was a just just good odds. Um, to Matt Stafford, he definitely he throws a duck every game. He's good for one or two ducks, and then Burrow might you know get caught in a. He was he threw a one in in the Chiefs game. He almost threw a second one the very next possession. Uh, no matter how cool you think Joe is, um, it's the fucking Super Bowl, and he's only in his second year of the NFL. He might he might get a little rattled at one point in the game, or yeah. just make a mistake. It's a good defense he's playing too. I love that pick. Stafford threw. I didn't even I didn't even see that as an option, but stat, yeah, I mean, you got to think with all the passing, there's going to be a couple picks. Stafford threw 17 this year, and Burrow I think threw 14. Uh, um, yeah, Burrow he, threw 14. Oh, so dude, you're averaging went. between the two of them, and Burrow only played 16 games too. So you're you're basically averaging a pick each this year per game so that's a good uh they've thrown 31 picks in 33 games so you're you're above that 1.5 I, I like that pick for sure and let's move on to halftime before getting to my offensive ones uh <laughs> halftime tie i took so basically to take halftime tie to get a little bit better odds you take each team to win with the halftime tie uh, since you're betting so low low amount with such high odds. So 15 to 1 with the Ra- halftime tie with the Rams to win, 20 to 1 odds halftime tie with the Bengals to win. Uh, first bet I ever made was Patriots, Seahawks, Super Bowl, you know, halftime tie bet just like this. Uh, first bet I ever, sports bet I ever won. Uh, and, and it's all been downhill from there. Um, Super Bowl's only had a halftime tie like three times, I think. But why not? The other, um, maybe the stupidest or silliest bet of the night is, and they've taken all of these down, by the way. Uh, I got it early enough. Will Eminem make a political statement during halftime? No, at minus 130. I hammered that. Um, Again, no sound effects, but if there was a sound effect, it would be super loud right now. Uh, fuck. Uh, just want to say a curse word for Eminem there. No political statement, though. Five people on the stage. Not enough time for that bullshit. Seems out of place. Why Why would he do that? Um, no. That seems that seems too open to interpretation, though, for yes. me to trust it. Oh like, yeah! Like what's, oh yeah! What's the majority of the money on? Because like you know what I mean? Yeah, they could like if just he say, if he raises his hands in the air, like did, did he, does he have to audibly say a political statement? Was there a disclaimer? It says Eminem to make a political statement. Yeah, that seems too broad. Like what if he just puts during his the halftime show song or something, and they're like, oh, that was the statement, you know? Like oh, that's hey hey. That's what I'm here for. I, you know, I'm understanding that this is an inher- inherent risk I'm taking, um, by making such a silly, subjective bet. I'm not being smart with my money on Super Bowl Sunday ever. 
It's oh, not the sure. point of Super Bowl Sunday. Super Bowl Sunday is for being a, a stupid degenerate bastard and just hoping out you you hoping you you. So here's my Super Bowl Sundays, the past whatever five or six that I've I've been a degenerate for. I have either been I either cry myself to sleep at the at the end of the night, or I am you know thinking about how I'm going to spend the 15 units I was up on, you know, that that's the only two options for my, uh, I should, I have, I have broken even on, on one or two. Uh, I've gotten a little bit better at, at this over the years, but yeah, one of the two, um, I just don't think, I just don't think, you know, to me, a statement means it's not part of a lyric of a song. It's outside of the, the music. So I don't think they get away from the the music. There's also out there I've seen Will Snoop smoke on stage. Uh, duh, it's legal in California. I yeah, would that's... I would be upset if he didn't smoke on stage. What is, what is that like minus ten thousand? I don't. It's not. All of these have pretty much disappeared at this point of the week. Um, you real you would really have to like I don't know bet AG or something like that. Bavada maybe. Uh, not sure. I don't fuck with any of that. Um, okay, so my offensive, we'll get, we'll do the offensive props, and then we'll do the end of the game stuff that Danny has. I still haven't taken an MVP. Um, obviously, I have a bunch of money on the Rams to win, so I would probably just hedge and take Joe Burrow. But getting ahead of myself. <gasps> offensive props. I think Odell Beckham Jr. has a massive game. I think he has just, you know, it's his time. You know, he <laughs> just seems like the time for him to go off, uh, especially just to long dick the Browns, especially after uh, Von Miller said, you know, he said that shit on purpose, and he definitely got the okay from Odell to say that out loud, that Odell never wanted to be on the Browns this year. And uh, if you actually listened to us at the beginning of the year, you would have heard me say that he doesn't want to be on that Browns team. He's faking his knee injury. He's milking it because he doesn't want to play. Uh, you know, not to say that I was right, but I think I was on to something there. Anyway, so I know Odell Beckham. That This is what I'm saying. I know Odell. He's going to go off. So to, to, to put my money where my mouth is, Odell, over five and a half catches is plus odds, plus 105, especially now that Tyler Higby's probably out. Uh, I think those odds have already dropped. But I have him at over five and a half catches at plus money. And then I took him to have over 70 yards, over 80 yards, over 90 yards, over 100 yards. And, you know, I put more on the 70 and 80, less on the 90, 10, 100. So I really just need him to go over 80 to make – I'll still make money if he goes over 80. And then if he goes over 90 or 100, I'll be at like, you know, plus three to one, plus four to one on my investment on Odell. And then the other side that I did that on was I took, you know, Jamar Chase over 80, over 90, over 100. Um, and those, none of those, none of this is even good odds, by the way. Uh, I should have said the uh, Odell over 70 yards plus 110. Odell over a hundred yards was plus three seventy five, and then the two in between. Jamar Chase over eighty yards is minus one fifteen over a hundred yards plus one sixty five. So 
pretty close to even there for Chase. They Everyone thinks he's going to have a big game. You know, he either is going to go off for, I think, you know, close to 100 yards or he gets he gets double teamed, locked down McVay and the defense shuts him down and he gets, you know, 65 yards. So uh, I think, think, no, <laughs> and then I took, <laughs> I took Jamar Chase, longest reception over 27 and a half yards. How much do you love that, Danny? Uh, yeah, I like it. It's going to be, like I said, a lot of offense, a lot of passing. He, or he just breaks a tackle, you know? Yeah. I mean, he, yeah, they're going to take a shot to him at least, at least once. Um, and then Cooper Cup, longest reception over 29 and a half yards. He's had a catch over 30 yards, like every game in the playoffs and oh, more Cooper, than half of the games of the season. Cooper Cup, I especially love. Well, yeah, minus one thirty-five for him. You had to pay a little extra, uh, but that's not great. Ah, ooh, I don't know. I don't know how much I love it anymore. You said worth. thirty yards. What was it? Yeah, twenty-nine and a half. Longest minus reception. Mine, man, but, but that's not great. Ah, I mean, that still is a a long catch. I don't know. Up uh, to me, for. For the purposes of this, to me, anything under minus 150 is like fair game. Um, but I try to uh, – because those are the ones that usually freaking, you know, win because that's why they have the juice on them. Uh, and that's why they also put the juice on there to scare away, you know, chalk betters. Uh, but, you know, who knows? Who knows? It could be a super defensive running the ball game. We don't know. We don't know what the game plans are or what the adjustments are going to be. But I think I'm on the right. I think those are the smart bets. Also, another over two and a half people to complete a pass. Uh, so basically someone else besides Joe Burrow or Matt Stafford to complete a pass is like plus 130. I love that. Um, and for them to complete a touchdown is like three to one, but I, that's stupid. Yeah, that's that's too much of a stretch. I and do then, like that. It's not as oh, good of odds as I would think, but you got to think there's going to be some kind of a Philly special at some point. But what's going to what'll get you on that is a lot of times that happens on a two point conversion, which doesn't count as an official stat. Like it doesn't go into the stat sheet mm. as a pass. So that'll that'll that's one thing that'll screw you on something like that. Uh the other the other thing I, I told Danny about pre-recording was uh the octopus bet. Uh pretty unfamiliar bet to most people. An octopus is an official stat. I think I read it was created in 2019 by some sports illustrated writer. Uh octopus is when the same player scores a touchdown and the immediately following two point conversion. So, uh, and it obviously it can't be the quarterback to throw a touchdown and then run the two point in, and he would have to have run to both, both the touchdown, the two point in, um, I don't know how many times that's happened in NFL history or anything like that, but it seems like it's, yeah, I think Danny said it was 14 to one for the octopus to happen. Um, not bad, but my, what, what I, my heaviest, my largest, uh, 
my most units bet was will there be a two point attempt? Will there be a two point conversion attempt? And it's even odds. It's even odds. You don't think either of these two teams are are super aggressive if the game is within eleven points at any point in the second half. You got to think that they're going to go for a two point conversion. Just to attempt it is even odds, and then a completed two point conversion is plus 250 and i looked at this again the odds already dropped it's already down to attempt is minus 125 uh completed is like plus 200 so i don't i thank you thank you for those odds um fan duel uh <laughs> um yeah uh do you like that do you like those that's going to make or break my night. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So so I did it. So if the attempt happens, I break even. Or actually, I come out a little bit ahead if there's just an attempt. And then I took like a third of that and put it on the, you know, uh, successful. So if, they, if there is a successful two-point conversion, I'm going to hit, you know, basically four to one. Trying to look at the analytics of that, of how often a, a two-point conversion is attempted per game, and it looks, it's actually lower than you would think. I mean, it's the Super Bowl, so you got to give it a boost, but only only five teams attempted more than 0.5 two-point conversions per game this year, so... Basically, you're looking at less than less than one was attempted on average per game. So, but it is the Super Bowl, so probably give that a little boost. Why? I mean, yeah, I mean it's the Super Bowl. Make some make some crazy prop. I mean, yeah, someone there's going to be lots of scoring, many more attempts for a two point conversion. But per the analytics, it actually more there are more games without a conversion attempted. But if you never attempt a two-point conversion, you never get the Philly special. So, or no, that was on fourth down. The original Philly special that was fourth down, wasn't it? That wasn't a. That I was, thought yeah. it was a two. Yeah, that was fourth but, you know, down. It was for a touchdown, I think. I'm pretty sure. It was yeah, a it was. It was. It was a touchdown. It was a touchdown for sure. So it was. It was fourth and goal. They they ran Philly. Philly. Um. We're getting close to an hour here, so we'll wrap it oh, up. Snap. An hour for one game. Let me get my post game bets. Yeah. I uh yeah, so I had a couple random random uh prop bets here that I liked. The first one first one is uh Super Bowl MVP. It's gonna be a quarterback. I do like oh well we gotta do our locks of the week too. Did we do those yet? No, I, I guess Let's, we'll do those very last. Okay, so I like well. So spoiler alert: I got I got Cincy covering. I like it to be a close game. I do think the Rams will win. Um, so obviously I I like Stafford to be MVP. It's gonna be lot like we've already touched on lots of scoring, lots of passing. I would anticipate. Um, you know how often does a quarterback win MVP? Probably eighty percent at least, maybe ninety percent. So it's gonna be a quarterback. That Super Bowl MVP to be a quarterback was minus three hundred. Um, you know, so you gotta bet a lot to win a little. But 
I think Joe Burrow, if since he does win, I think Joe Burrow gives you much better odds. Matt Stafford was just uh, minus 100, so he was even money, whereas Burrow is plus 225. So I like the Burrow pick better. Uh, and <laughs> what what color uh, Gatorade or will be will be uh, dumped on the coach post game? Like I said, um, I, I I do think the Rams on paper the Rams are the better team. Um, since he's just one of them teams that's peaking at the at the right time though, uh, so I, you can't really rule out Cincy. But but blue Gatorade was plus four hundred. I feel like that's a pretty standard color. It was below clear. Clear was like plus two fifty, and then like red and green. I think were above blue. Blue is plus four hundred. I feel like blue is a more standard Gatorade color, especially with the Rams being blue. I feel like it's more likely they'll have blue Gatorade. Well, blue is delicious, and and blue is blue is delicious. That's scientifically proven. Uh, so I I like blue Gatorade plus four hundred. Um. I like and, you as well. And another one, who will the Super Bowl MVP thank first? Um, like I said, Matt Stafford obviously is most likely to be MVP. And I think, you know, he's got, what, four daughters and a, and a wife or whatever. Yeah. So you, you think fam, family was plus 800. I feel like that's, a, you know, I mean, he's a, he's a family guy. Um, I wanted to say God. He's a he's a Texas boy, you know. He's a he's a Southern Bible belt Bible belt guy. But I, but I don't know that Stafford's ever. I don't recall him ever saying much religious. So and that was only like three fifty. So plus eight hundred for thank your family. He can, he'll go up there. Oh, I gotta thank my wife, my family, my dad, my mom. I mean, there's so many. You could thank your uncle that counts as family. You could thank your third cousin Billy Joe, Bob, Gene, whatever. Well, yeah, but and, first. But yeah, but like, who's he gonna thank? You'd have lots of options with family. So plus eight hundred, oh, yeah, that's yeah, good, yeah. That's good odds. That's good odds. Plus eight hundred. Um, why not? Why not? And then everybody's got, you know, you I mean no matter who the MVP is, I feel like you got a decent chance of them thanking their family. Plus eight hundred seemed like your best odds for that. So I, I really like that one. I do really like that as well. Um, family just seems like the go-to thing uh nowadays and you know nfl is family the the so, team team was like even thanking your team was even money and then like coaches mm-hmm. was like plus 200 it's like i feel like family's like j- just as likely so I, I, you got some good odds there yeah tj watt tj watt got dpoy he thanked i i that was one of the th- i was like who's he gonna thank first it was family boom plus 800 well, pretty easy to do that when your brother hands you the award. That's also true. Um, so, I, and I never, <laughs> my lock prop, which I never, I never got to either. I'll save that for the very last. So what are your, what are your two locks for the game uh, for the spread and over under? Yeah, so like I said, I like since he, I, I, if you're giving me even money, I'm going to take the Rams win. I think they're more likely to win, but I like since, I like it to be a, I think it's, I, I can go either way. It's going to be a close game, so I, I'm taking Cincy plus four. And uh, the over, I'm always going to hammer the over. I thought 48 and a half was higher than I expected, but I, I still, I still am taking the over, 48 and a half. Um, I, I, I'm I'm rolling with the Rams. 
minus four had them in the preseason to to be in the Super Bowl. I would have had the Bills winning the Super Bowl though if, if that was the matchup. But I just think I think Sean McVay got embarrassed kind of in that last Super Bowl, not even able to score a touchdown. I know that was a very different team at the time. I think he's got a lot more to prove than the Bengals are more like, uh, you know, holy shit, how do we get to the Super Bowl kind of kind of feeling? I know they feel like they belong there and they, they you know, belong with all, all the rest of these teams. And they do. They are a very good team with a bad offensive line. I think the football, like I said this, I'm a broken record. I said this about the AFC championship game. Uh, these games are won in the trenches and the Bengals don't have a good offensive line. Joe Burrow was getting fucking chased around back there. Uh, taking what the defense was giving him to the chiefs and the chiefs offense just could not put them away that <laughs> they couldn't even kick that field goal at the end of the first half, which killed the, the chiefs beat themselves. The Bengals did not beat the chiefs is I guess my take on it. The chiefs beat themselves. So, I like the Rams. I think the Rams is a smart bet. And then the over, there are two teams that make splash plays, deep bombs down the field. I think they, you know, abandon the run early uh, in the game. My So with all that said, and oh, and Jimmy's bastard ass said uh, Cincinnati in the under. Um, but he's not here, so whatever. Um, the lock prop of the show of the year of the week is both teams to score over 20 points at plus 110 um both teams to have scored 20 points in a super bowl uh it did not hit last year with the chiefs only scoring 9 points and uh, so in the last 30 years, both teams to score over 20 points. Uh, how am I saying this? That That's never happened twice in a row more than four times in the last 20 years. So the Chiefs didn't score 20 points. The following year, both teams have scored 20 points in the following Super Bowl, 26 out of the last uh, 30 occurrences of that possibly happening. Um, only four times. So there, there's the sneaky stat that no one has, no one else has gathered. I believe I have not heard anyone else give that take or that prop out. So that's my my locked prop. I'll tweet that out as well because, you know, we got only five people, and I probably already told all five people about this personally. So uh, hopefully you enjoyed the show, enjoyed the season. I think the plan for the off season is to do one or two shows a month and have them be more sports science or uh you know sports medicine based medicine based things um we, oh, oh we forgot to let the people know where they can get their free Joe Biden crack pipe uh I guess the post office Try the post office. Go to the post office. Ask for your free crack pipe. Uh, see what happens. They they should have them there. If I'm guessing, I'm I'm taking mine to Pawn Stars in in 50 years. 
I'm sorry, it's minus one ten, by the way, for both teams to score over twenty. But I, I love it. I love it. I love it. Both teams to score over twenty five points probably won't happen, but that's plus three sixty if you want to sprinkle that as well. Could be a shootout. And then the overs that's that's your over right there, both teams twenty five. Um all right. You got anything else? I think we're at an hour on the dot. Rogers Rogers MVP. Well deserved. But yeah, mm. I got nothing. All right. Well, Super Bowl weekend. Enjoy it. Savor it. Take a moment to appreciate all the football we've had over the last five months. And we'll get ready to do it all again in about five, five, six more months. With all that said, stay healthy, America.